Good morning. And what a morning. It is time to skip the BS. It is time for Undisputed. It is time for me and Keyshawn Johnson and Michael Irvin to talk Harbaugh. Not, not John Harbaugh. He just got upstaged for the moment by his little brother, Jim. Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers. Jim Harbaugh goes from go blue at Michigan to go powder blue with the Los Angeles Chargers. And when I heard the news yesterday, I immediately tweeted, watch Jim Harbaugh win a Super Bowl with Justin Herbert. So Keyshawn, would you kick us off, please? Will you tell me whether I am overreacting? I believe Jim will win a Super Bowl at some point with the Chargers. Do you? No, you're not overreacting, Skip. Of course I do. I feel that way from day one. Remember, it, it won't happen. It, you never know, right? But I don't assume it will happen in 2024 or 2025, better yet. No. I don't think it's I don't think they'll be in New Orleans, but it could happen. I mean, if you look at the Chargers, the Chargers' biggest problem was coaching. Coach was the biggest problem. Yeah. I mean, obviously the quarterback yeah. got hurt later on in the season, but the coach didn't do him any good at all. Yeah. When I look yeah. at this, when I look at it, he's already, as I said before to you guys, when this all took started, conversation started about a month or so ago. I said, man, he's going back to the NFL. And the reason that he's going back to the NFL he because he's already reached yeah. the mountaintop in college football to a degree multiple times, whether it's at Michigan or Stanford, turning the program around. In each stop that he's been at, when you look at his first year at Stanford, three more wins than the year before, okay? His first year at the 49ers, seven wins the year before, after he took over. Then his first year at Michigan, five more wins than the year before. So he's done a lot in college, in that college space. He has not reached the mountaintop in the National Football League. He got there, but getting there, yeah. like Michael Irvin doesn't understand, nor does he even have an inkling of what losing the Super Bowl feels like. And neither do I. True. And neither do I. I don't, I don't need, Michael been three, I've been one, I have no idea. Thank God. I had Thank to watch God. the people watch us with the confetti falling on the field. He had to watch his brother, okay, win a Super Bowl against him. So for many years, you don't think that's been eating at him to get back into the National Football League space? So now at the dinner table come Thanksgiving or whenever they chop it up for dinner, there's a conversation that's being had where, well, I got one too. Well, I got one too. They want to have that conversation. It doesn't want to be, well, yeah, you won a national championship in college. You still are beneath me because I did it at the highest level. So when you start to shape your uh, staff, all of those sort of things for Jim Harbaugh is factored into who he brings, who's he going to hire, yep. what he's going to do. Because you best believe, Skip, he is thinking about him one thing and one thing only, and that is getting to the Super Bowl and winning it this Absolutely. time. And not just playing yep. in an AFC championship game three years in a row mm -hmm. or playing in an AFC championship game, getting to the Super Bowl, and then losing to somebody. So no matter how we look at it, he's in the AFC conference now too. It's going to be interesting to see this matchup between Baltimore and the Chargers every single time they play. You're going to have the hardball, it's, yeah. uh, a hardball conversation come up between the two brothers. Yes, you will.
Let's, Go, Michael. Let me tell you something. We are so fortunate to have had this happen as is. Now, this, this is exactly what everybody wanted. Now, just to first start with what Key was talking about, why he's here. Let me tell you how I always meet anybody that's moving to a new spot. I ask, what, 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 made, what, what made you move? And he, if someone says to me, I just needed something, just move, just move. I look at him with a funny eye. Because all of us are running from something or we're running to something, but we don't just move for nothing. You see what I mean? So, so in this case, in this case, I believe Jim Harbaugh's running from something and running to something. That's why I love when Key brought up losing the Super Bowl to his brother. Because, yeah, and y'all saw all those Harbaugh's there on championship night when he won that Super Bowl. You know, these dudes, these are, they all, they, you, they're a tight family. They all look just alike. They all look just alike. So you know they're a tight family. And they had some great competition in that family. So to get a chance to come back and, 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 and have another opportunity, not this time, to meet his, guy, his, his brother in a, in a Super Bowl. But he will meet him in those AFC Championship games if they get No, 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 no. When they get there. When they get there, he will meet them. We, we will have great battles now, not just in these regular season games like, 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 like we've seen between a Justin Herbert and a Patrick Mahomes, and then a Justin Herbert and a Joe Burrow, and then a Justin Herbert and a Lamar Jackson, because this man will help Justin Herbert get into those conversations. And help Justin Herbert, where well, I say he's always slacked out. Yeah, he has all that great talent, and everybody talks about it, and we all love him and everything. But in big moments, he comes up small. And right here, right there, all that old shoulder padding and shoulder hidden that Harbaugh does, he's going to take all of that away. He's going to give him new stuff every time he hitting those shoulder pads before he goes out and say, we got this, and he'll be better in that area. They will turn this around fast. They got all the talent in the world. Yes. What Jim Harbaugh brings is a togetherness. And I'm telling you, they will do that fast. And, Skip, this is going to be a great division to watch. They got great coaches and great quarterbacks. You know, Skip, this, this reminds me, Skip, this reminds me of, of, of 1996 after Parcells went to the Super Bowl and he, he, he lost the Super Bowl, but he didn't get back on the plane. He came to the New York Jets. This is, reminds me of that because yeah. we, have, we went to the yeah. AFC Championship game with the same team. We went to the AFC Championship with the same team, and the only thing we changed was the coach. And like Michael just wow. said, they got all the talent. They got talent. Now they got to figure out some stuff, talent. stay healthy here yeah. and there. But they got talent on the field, yeah. and now you got a coach that can bring the best out of that talent. Mm. Yes, you do. All right, so Keyshawn, back to your first point. You did call this. I thought maybe Jim would stay at Michigan, but I also couched it with, unless he thinks the NCAA is still going to come down and down and down on his head, and I believe they're still trying to come down on him as right. we speak. Right, Down still. on Michigan. That's why he's running so, from that. He's running from that. Okay, from, He's running from, from that. To, from that. From, okay. From. 
And From that. Keyshawn, <laughs> when, when J.J. McCarthy declared for the draft when he yeah. still had a year of eligibility left at Michigan, I said, whoops, that's your first right. sign that <laughs> yes. he doesn't want to run it back with Jim because Jim's going to run to somewhere in the National Football League. So I, I wanted to give you props for that. You were correct about that. So then you look at this job, and it's funny, Keyshawn, because you always talk about the Chargers like they're the Clippers, like they're a stepchild of Los Angeles, like they oh, have they a not? sort of a loser's mentality, but like are a, they not? a loser's syndrome. <laughs> they are they so were past tense, were past tense until now, because this guy's going to change that. Would you agree? I, I, I think there's a strong possibility, Skip, that – the Chargers got it right. Let's just say that. Yeah. Let's, let's say okay. there's a strong possibility that they got it right. They got it right once before in San Diego when they hired uh, they Bobby. Um, oh gosh, I can't think of it. The, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, Georgia Tech old yeah, coach. They hired him. Yes. They went to the Super Bowl. Uh, they finally got it right. But since then, yeah. they hadn't been getting it right. They got to the Super Bowl and Bobby, got blown out Bobby by Ross. Young and company. Bobby Ross. 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 Bobby Ross. Thank you. Okay. The point is that Jim Harbaugh looked around the NFL landscape, and to your point, he was San Francisco's coach for three years. And if you look at that track record, he was 44-19-1. That, that means as he requalifies as an NFL coach, he'll have the best career record of anybody coaching in the NFL right now because it's hard to beat 44-19-1. So he got to three straight NFC championship games. He got to one Super Bowl. He got within one play, Colin Kaepernick to Michael Crabtree, of winning that Super Bowl. I thought it was pass interference. They're not going to call it, I guess, at the end of the game. And his older brother survived and beat him in the Super Bowl. So, Keyshawn, he looks around the landscape and he says, aha, I see a sleeping giant in Los Angeles. Absolutely. The other team in L.A. And, and he's saying, wait a second, just a year ago, that Chargers team went to Jacksonville. Remember this game? Mm -hmm. They were up tw in a playoff game. They're up 27 to nothing. Michael, does that ring a bell? 27 to nothing late in the first half? That's reminiscent of right. what Green Bay just did to Dallas, right? Right. Except. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but it's also Chargers. what Jim Harbaugh's running yeah. to. This is what he's running to. He's, this he's is what he's to running to. Look, right what you're yeah, talking about 27 now. 27-0. to nothing. And, and guess what? They got outscored in the second half. What was it? 24-3. to three. They lost 31-30. to 30. We didn't come back on Green Bay. It just got worse and worse and worse. And we're down 48-16 to 16 early in the fourth quarter. But Jacksonville slowly but surely came back on Brandon Staley and company because they lacked a commanding officer, a CEO, a driving force at head coach because the, the talent is there. So Jim's saying, wait a second, do they have a quarterback? Yes, they have a quarterback. Has he been very good? He's been very good, but he's not yet a superstar because he hasn't taken that next step, right? Yeah. Jim Harbaugh right, right. can lift him up through into that next step. Do they have a left tackle? Left tackle's a big deal. Oh, wait a second, they got one of the best left tackles in Rashawn Slater. Uh, oh, that'll work. Do they have a receiver? Well, they got one of the best receivers in Keenan Allen. I know he's up there in years, but, man, nobody gets right. open better than Keenan Allen. Just gets open. That's all he does is just get open. And I think he can still play at a very high level. Mike Williams, very high ACL. Level. Will he come back? Yeah, but you, you got star power there. And then on defense, as you guys know, 
You still have Khalil Mack. You still have Joey Bosa. You still have Derwin James. You still have Asante Samuel Jr. at cornerback. Those are key pieces that you can immediately build around this coming year as you transition with the fifth pick in the draft. You got the fifth overall pick in the draft. Well, that's a that's a pretty good start, right? And Jim gets to pick, <clears throat> excuse me, his own GM next year. So he it, because they don't have one, so he gets to hand pick the guy that he will work with, who will work under him. What a beautiful setup! No, it, it, it is. It's a, it's a it's a, a great setup. setup. Every is. single year for the last three years or so, through this cycle of NFL hirings, Jim Harbaugh for the most part has. Flirted, interviewed, sidebar, whatever, with teams. Last two. And this is now finally (laughs) the landing spot. But it was a landing spot for a lot of coaches. But a lot of coaches didn't get the opportunity to go into the Chargers facility, have meetings, look up and say, hey, because they offered the job to Jim Harbaugh, and Harbaugh accepted it. And one of the main reasons he accepted it is because they do have a quarterback. And as I continue to keep saying over and over and over and over again, if you don't have a quarterback in the National Football League, you are going to lose and lose a lot and get fired. He he landed in the perfect spot at the quarterback position. If you go back and and, and skip, you said three years, he was in San Francisco for four years. So when you go back to San Francisco. I mean, those those three, he went to three straight NFC. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted wanted to make sure. He's learned it. He's he's landing on the first spot in a perfect (laughs) opportunity, Keith. Oh, yeah. opportunity. Cause oh, yeah. Because a, a lot of coaches have come in that spot and had that same talent with that same quarterback. They've come in and they walked out. Well, the only, so he's landed a, a perfect opportunity. Here's what I would say. And though. I think he'll make the most of that opportunity. They got there's it. some work to be done, guys. Wait, wait. There's some work to be done here. There's some work to be done, you know, to be honest with you. Now, you just talked about it, Keenan Allen. I'm talking about, we're, we're talking about it as the Chargers are, and they do. They have great talent, it's great opportunity. But they're going to have some cap issues, you know. Uh, uh, you, so, so now, what I think is great for Justin, Justin Herbert is, I mean, for Justin Herbert and the Chargers, is once you get this man in your locker room, you'll have a chance at, at keeping some of those guys that you may have had I mean, you may we're going to lose because now they'll be like, whoa, I want to wait a minute. I want to be a part of this. I may be willing to work a deal out. I may not want to leave anymore. So he has to go and do that kind of work, too. But I guarantee you, some people will be buying in. Well, the, the, the difference in his, his tenure in San Francisco is he eventually butted heads with general manager right. Trent Bokey. They just couldn't get on the same page on what they wanted to do, free agency, via the draft, all of those sort of things. So he made the decision it was probably best for him to move on and go do something different. This opportunity now is, like you said, Skip, I'm going to be allowed to bring somebody in to work alongside of me that we could somewhat see eye to eye, but I'm the person essentially in control of the situation, which... He has shown in two college spots, both at Stanford and in Michigan, when he's allowed to pick his own players in, in college football, yep. because that's what you can do. You decide on those players who go on the field, decide on those players who come into those locker rooms who you get scholarships to. He has that opportunity now at the, at the Chargers. So you can certainly see where he's going to pick his type of guys that vibe with him. 
that understands who he is, so he won't have the same problems that he had with Trim Boki in San Francisco. Furthermore, I think when you look at what he's capable of doing in a short order, in a division right. that's not all that great, that got two new coaches in Sean Payton and Antonio Pierce, if those teams are right. trying to rebuild. When this is somewhat already established, he can hit the ground running quick, fast, and hurry. I look forward to the Chargers being in the playoffs next year. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, so Keyshawn, you want to go, Mike? Yeah, you know, no, I, 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 I let you guys yeah. go. Go ahead. Yeah. We'll be back. Uh, okay, so, so, well, Keyshawn, back to Sam. Skip, I did, I, I, I want to drop. Let me drop this. In. Right. Let me drop this okay. one thing in, just because. So, since we're here, remember this too, Key, because you just talked about him leaving Michigan. Let me drop this one thing in. What is Baltimore is in the NFC champ, AFC championship game? Yes, sir. Why? They brought in two coordinators from the college rank that played against each other at Michigan and Georgia just a couple of years ago. Munkin and, 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 and McDonald over there in Baltimore. So they brought in some of those schemes and some of those Tanscott schemes that worked at this level. It opened it up for Lamar Jackson. I, I, he just, he's just coming from that college train. I can't wait to see what new things, because he was innovative the first time around when he pulled up with Colin Kaepernick and put him on deck. We didn't even know about Colin Kaepernick until he put him up, put him on deck. Now I can't wait to see how innovative he is this time around. That's all I wanted to talk about. Sorry about that, Skip. Okay, well, no, I'm <laughs> glad you brought up Colin Kaepernick because I was about to. I, I don't think Jim got enough credit for that Super right. Bowl season, right. when at in midseason, midstream, he said, "Alex Smith is okay, but I, I drafted this kid in the second round, and he's really good. He's going to be better than Alex Smith, <clears throat> and I'm willing to roll the dice right now." And they rolled it midseason, and they took off with Colin Kaepernick, and. I, I saw a quote today in a piece in USA Today by Mike Freeman, a column, and he covered those teams, and he reached out to Colin Kaepernick. This is two days ago before Harbaugh was even hired in, in, um, here, here with the Chargers. And Colin wrote back to Mike Freeman, Harbaugh is the one coach you call if you want to compete for a championship, period. Yeah. Well, th that says a lot. <clears throat> from a guy, Colin Kaepernick, who got put on the map, then, then he obviously sees the day and sees momentum. But Jim made an all-time gutsy decision and had real vision because his team took it up a whole nother level with Colin throwing and running the football for them. And they, they, the, the offense became much more dynamic. And I don't think Jim ever got enough visionary credit right. For the courage it took to pull that move off. Okay, so the courage, it, 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 it's interesting you bring this up, Skip. You, you, yeah. you, you say courage to pull and that move off. And he was leaving an yeah. Andrew Luck. He you, was leaving an Andrew Luck, a totally different type of a quarterback. He brought and yeah. came in and, and, and did that with a Colin Kaepernick. So it's not like, oh, this is the offense I was running in college. I want to bring it over here. Andrew Luck was doing something totally different. Totally different. That's the brilliance of the coach. Brilliance, no question about it. But you, you, you said something there, Skip, right? And, and, and I want to say this on Undisputed, and I want to say it now. Okay. We could start the Kaepernick watch right now. We could start it. Just, uh -oh. just, 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 
Uh-huh. We can start uh-huh. the Kaepernick watch. I'm just telling you. If he you, was in trouble at the it, quarterback position, no, no, he, no, no. I would bite down no, no, on that no, apple. No, no, I but want you to bite. Wait, but hold has. on. We're not talking about a starter. We're talking about an opportunity as a backup Whoa. to somebody that he knows, he understands, he still has a relationship with, that he deals with, that he tried to help get into the National Football this League way, again. I'm just saying. way too early I'm just, in this conversation to be driving it down this road. I'm just, I'm just telling you, I'm going to start the watch right now, Skip. I'm just telling you. Okay, yeah. I like it. This that'll be the one like clip. This will be the one clip. Out of all the talkings of Captain, uh, uh, of Jim Harbaugh today, this will be the one clip that everybody will play. Uh, so are you? Are you going to tell me? Are you getting ready to tell me that I'm far off? Like, like even though I, I, he hadn't played in a hundred years, when I, I, when I'm not when you I'm, I'm not have saying somebody, you're far off. And, Right, and, and I know this is the right dude because he's a system, you know. He ain't uh, he gonna buck the system. Let me just say that, 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 exactly, right, Michael. That's my I feel whole point. What you're saying. Out of any of these dudes <laughs> that they call <laughs> Mavericks and sports and things like that, out of any of them, he, this, this, he's in charge. Right. Yeah. He's the one in charge. He's the dude. He's, he's the, the dude. Come on, man. He got yeah, all the keys to the car, Skip. For the Chargers. Yeah. And the Chargers are trying to win. They're going to let him do whatever the hell he want to do. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yep. And, and Keith, you're, you're just you're pushing this idea as the backup quarterback to just. Oh, Herbert, total, right? total yeah, backup. Right. Did, you see, that? Did okay. you see that backup when he got hurt? When, when Justin Herbert got hurt? <laughs> the, the complete <laughs> wheels fell off completely for the Chargers at that point for they the last did. several games at the end of the season. All I'm saying is. When you have a relationship with somebody as deep as he does with Harbaugh, you can't ignore that, hey, I'm back in the league. You was once my guy who's still in terrific shape. I watched you just throw a couple Absolutely. months ago. I throw the guys. And do, like, you can't sit there and tell me that that ain't. You, I'm just, you know. I'm just saying, Michael. It works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just it saying. Yeah. Now that's a dip. Now look. Yeah. It 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 the, the will will the league itself be like? Ah, ah. But again, like you said, Michael and Skip, he does what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Ain't nobody gonna tell him what to do. He does. Right. Yeah. Right. And 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 what a way! What a way to even try to say, you know, hey, I'm here with you guys, then to go in. Take it to that route. Now, I, I, I believe that if Justin Herbert goes through his major injury or something, then, then we'll see. That's going to be something to watch. That's going to be something you, to watch. Okay, you, you can discount it if you want to. Because, but remember this, key: it's going to bring, even as a backup, it's going to bring so many more things along with it. You know what I mean? The whole conversations and all of those things start back up. And I don't know if the Chargers, and, and maybe as you, maybe that's the way the Chargers can stop being the step brother and the step baby and the step whoever, and and, and yeah. bring and get more yeah. people talking about them. I'm just saying, man. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, Watch out for yeah, it. That's I, all I'm I think, telling you. Yeah, 
key. Yeah. I, I think Justin's established enough. He wouldn't see Colin as a threat coming a- in. Absolutely, Colin's been out now for however skip. many years it's it been. Absolutely. It would be a nice you see what this did, Kiskip? Yeah. Nope. You see what this no, is this doing is now? Like it. Now this is hijacking. Like it. It's hijacking the conversation. It's going to hijack the conversation good. right on out of here. I didn't this mean to hijack the conversation. It's just that when Skip mentioned what he mentioned, it brought, when he started talking about Kaepernick, the light went off in my head because the one guy yeah. who continued to try to help him get back in the league. Now, remember, Kaepernick had an opportunity to go to his brother in Baltimore, but it got all messy because of some other stuff. And then it became more than what it yeah. should have been. All I'm saying mm. is you got to watch it, That's Michael. Cooking. Just watch it. That's all. Yeah. I don't I like know that. everything. I know watch some it. things. No Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Lamar Jackson says Sunday will be a heavyweight battle between him and Patrick Mahomes. Okay, Michael Irvin, so which heavyweight quarterback do you trust the most to have the bigger game this Sunday? When, when I get this in, man, and the way this show is going, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Tyler and all those guys got together today. They were feeling feisty, Chris, all of them. They, they were like, wow, we got one here. We going to have them stuck all day. We got hardball, Bill and Chick. Skip, y'all, y'all, y'all were feeling feisty in there. But let me just, spicy, let me give you yeah. this, how I see this. Because... What a great question this is when we look at what we currently have in the situation as it is now. If you tell me, if you tell me, we're pulling the quarterback off the current situations and we don't, or we don't know what their current situation, we don't know what team they're playing with, what team they're playing for, we don't know what players they're playing with, and we're just pulling them out, which quarterback would you pick? I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes. One of the greatest they ever do. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes. I can put Patrick Mahomes in any offense. And I've known that for years when you watch him play. He can do anything 
at any place in the game. Now, when you put him up against Lamar Jackson, in their current situations, him with Kansas City and that defense, those receivers, his tight end, Lamar with this new offense, his receivers, his defense. I'm taking Lamar Jackson in their current mm. situations right now because what Patrick Mahomes gave me all those years were sitting in the pocket, always trying to deliver that ball to some explosive hand, the wide receiver, tight end, or running back, and he did that. He did that. Now he's still delivering the ball, some less explosive hands than what he's had, and sometimes they're missing his passes and, and not quite as reliable as they have been in the past. Now, Lamar Jackson now is still is starting to do that, and he's been doing that all year. I've talked about it right here all year. I said he's doing that Patrick yeah. Mahomes thing. But the one thing, the one thing, the one thing Lamar Jackson has over Patrick Mahomes in these current situations is Patrick Mahomes is always looking when he's in trouble or when he's scrambling to throw the ball to get it to somebody that's explosive. Lamar Jackson, when he's scrambling, looking to throw the ball to get it to somebody who's explosive, if he can, it's already in the hands of somebody that's explosive. <laughs> and bam, now he's gone. Boom, now he's gone. And it's a whole different thing. Patrick can still hurt you moving the ball. But once he take off, that ain't explosiveness. He may get big game yards here, may gain yards there. But, boy, when Lamar Jackson goes off, that could be a 95-yard touchdown if you're not careful. That's the difference between the two. And in the current situation, why I say, come on, Lamar, come on, Lamar, you have proven that you're no longer running back. I'll take you over the top quarterback as he is coming Sunday. Okay? Uh, Skip, I need you to rephrase the question because I completely forgot it. Okay, which quarterback do you trust the most this Sunday? You Just trust Sunday. most. Yeah, trust to have the bigger game and the bigger moments. Man, Michael's right. Y'all put this thing together with a couple guys. They were, working, they were working over there. They were working. They were working over there. And Lamar must win this game. I don't care nothing. Lamar got to win this game. This legacy game on both sides. Patrick Mahomes on the road winning his first. Lamar Jackson you're here now, buddy. You said but you wanted to be here. You're a top passer, and you got a pass for his offense. You got to win this game. I, I believe Lamar Jackson will have the bigger game at the most crucial moments because he has to. He, his AFC championship game at home, he went home with the number one seed in 2019. He has learned from that mistake, those mistakes back in 2019. Although he played good at times in those games, but this is a di this is different. It's his time to arrive. Right. Patrick Mahomes is already there. Now, right. this is one of those Mahomes chasing Brady, Jackson chasing Mahomes. If he, like we so all of us, for the most part, the, the smart guys have predicted, he's probably going to win the MVP. He now has an opportunity to have two to Patrick's two. Patrick will have two Super Bowls. And if Lamar goes and takes them to the Super Bowl and wins it, he gets the one. So he's chasing Patrick Mahomes now. It's so crucial in crucial situations because this is not going to be a blowout. This is not going to be a blowout game. I think I had it 31-27. Yeah, that's a pretty, pretty good guess. It's going to be close. 
in the moments that these type of quarterbacks that we talk about so much, whether it's the Troy Aikmans of the world or the, the, the Patrick Mahomeses or the Tom Brady's, the guys that we've seen for many years, the Joe Montana's, for those that have seen Joe play. Fourth quarter, late in game winning situations and drives, setting up field goals or go-ahead touchdowns. Those are the big shining moments that Lamar has yet to have in playoff football. Patrick Mahomes, he has that. He has the walk-off 13 seconds of Tyreek Hill deuces up. Right. He has right. that moment. Right. So if right. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, if Lamar Jackson, Skip, could duplicate some of that, it will allow him yeah. to have the bigger game. He is, look, no one's, I'm not going to argue with you or not even argue with you, have a communication with you about who throws the ball better. And I'm not, that doesn't mean anything in this situation. Can you complete the ball? Can you convert third downs and fourth downs when you need to? Can you do, as I've been told, quarterback's job is to do one thing, get your team into the end zone. Can Lamar Jackson get his team into the end zone more times than Patrick Mahomes. In this particular game, Skip, I believe he can. Okay. I hear both of you, and I, I actually like both of your answers. And I will confess, I came up with this question, and yet <laughs> I wanted the question to be even deeper and better and go for the throat. I, I wanted the question to be, right here, right now, would you take Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson going forward? Well, the, even I, I, I'm not the biggest Mahomes guy, as you guys know. It's almost like Belichick versus Harbaugh to me. Really? But <laughs> We didn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, right, right. so here's the point. I, I can't argue Lamar over Patrick right now because Lamar just hasn't done enough. He's still two and three in the postseason. I can't defend that. I, I can't argue that against everything Patrick has accomplished. Keyshawn knows Michael wasn't here yesterday, but we went back and forth about the three Super Bowls. I don't think Patrick has had a signature spectacular Super Bowl game, but he won two out of three, and I give it up. You did that. You, you've only averaged 266 yards passing. You still haven't had a 300-yard passing game in a Super Bowl, but you won two out of three. You've been to, what is it now, six straight AFC championship games. I can't take that insane. away. I can't discount. I, I can't right. argue against it. It's insane. It's great. I give it up. But I love me some Lamar Jackson because my eye test tells me I love what he's made of. I love his grit. I love his guts. I love his leadership. He is a baller of a quarterback. And I don't often put baller and quarterback in the same sentence, but Lamar just balls out. When, when it's time to play, when it's time to make the play, however he's got to make it, He'll just make the play, but he hasn't done it at the highest level against the greatest competition consistently because I, I don't have a body of work here. I'm going on eye tests this year. This season has belonged to Lamar Jackson, and I believe this right. game ultimately will belong to Lamar Jackson. And, and I give you, his defense is a little better than Kansas City's because I don't discount what Spags is doing with that defense. They're playing at a very high level. They were laying some wood on Buffalo the other night. They, they were busting right. people up. 
that they will come after you. They will punch you right. in the mouth. And they are very well coached. So I'm not going to discount that. It's not like a mismatch on defense. And then weapons. Obviously, Lamar got him some new toys this year. And he's taken advantage of his new toys. But he lost Mark Andrews. That was his big security blanket. Maybe Mark will contribute a little here and there this Sunday. We're not sure about that. And Patrick doesn't have Tyreek now. And yet he went and won a Super Bowl without Tyreek. And all of a sudden, Rashi Rice is starting to rise and shine. And wait a second, maybe he can play. And all of a sudden, Kelsey kind of came back to late season life. And, and it's starting to look like Travis Kelsey, the greatest pass catching tight end ever. So it's, it's going to be a heavyweight battle. And I think Lamar is going to win it. But right here, right now, I can't argue Lamar over Patrick until you show me that you can outplay and beat Patrick face-to-face, head-to-head in an AFC championship game. Well, that's why they play the game. And this is his Frank Sinatra moment. This right it here, is. right I, now. I hear you. This is his Frank Sinatra yeah. moment. Because what it, Lamar Jackson has always said is, I'm doing it my way. I'm doing it my way. my way. I'm doing it my way. And he's doing it his way. He came in saying, all right, I'm a running back. However y'all want to place it. He said, give me more to work with in the passing game. And for years, they did not. And this year, they decided to. But remember, he's on the market. And they made it because they knew about the guaranteed money. Nobody wants Lamar Jackson. What do you think this man was stewing on? All of that moment, all of that time. And then Todd Munkin comes in and says, I want you to grab a hold of this offense. They draft the receiver that he wanted in Zay Flowers. This now, he's taking ownership of it all. He's getting what, 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 what Patrick Mahomes had all the time. Now he has to say, I got what you had. This is my Frank yeah. Sinatra moment. I'm going to show you I did it my way. He will be the first Let's be real here. He will be the first. He will be the first. Doug Williams won at first as a black quarterback. But this will be the first running quarterback to win a Super Bowl. He will bring across his style to the regular. That's what this is. We haven't had it. Mike, the Donovan McNabb, the guy, the Colin Kaepernick, we just talked about, they never came up in victory lane. And he has to go over the monster of Patrick Mahomes to really have what he wants on this glory walk that he has taken to complete it. This is this is his Frank Sinatra moment. He has to take it. You know, Skip, to, you know, the question, whatever, but you can phrase it a lot of different ways, right? If you go back and you look at Patrick Mahomes in college and Jackson in college, and I don't know how so many executives that consider themselves, you know, big-time executives that know football didn't see Lamar at Louisville and, and be able to forecast the transition that he was going to be able to make to the National Football League. When you look at Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech, I mean, you saw him. You watched the Big 12. You you know what that was. That was just like, oh, he's a good quarterback. Okay, he's fine. You didn't see where he was going to be with Andy Reid. You just did not see that. Mm -mm. Lamar Jackson at Louisville, you certainly saw dynamic playmaking ability. But when you are short-sighted and you have a, 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 a P for a brain and you're watching him, you start thinking about, oh, maybe he can move the defensive back. Oh, maybe he can move to this. No, he could always play the quarterback position. The difference was he wasn't as big as Cam Newton, 
but he threw the ball better than Cam, Cam Newton, Newton in another. college. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Cam Newton was big. So it was hard to tell him who's Cam yep. Newton. Won't you transition to something else? Lamar was tall, linky, and slight, but dynamic. Okay, Bobby Petrino had him make a dynamic passing plays. So if you go back and you yep. look at those two in college, right, Skip, and in, in the comparative two, I'm taking Lamar Jackson in the draft before I am Patrick Mahomes. That's just my eye test telling me from what I saw in both of them playing a lot of college football. But some people didn't see it that way. Now, no. you're talking about the number one and number two quarterbacks in the National Football League. That's what you're talking well, about. Right, 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 right. But, but, but Keith, when, it, when they were coming out, we were still a little rough here and making sure we mold players into that old NFL style. That's why we even assessed Lamar Jackson as such. You know, now, today, they, they, they don't have these but that's situations. They, but, they that's their, but that's their fault, though, today, Michael. They, today, I understand, I understand, but, but, but that's why we're seeing the transition of a lot of these older coaches leaving the league and a lot of these younger coaches who build offenses for these same players in college coming into the league because that's what the league is becoming. That's why I went back to Jim Harbaugh being able to help even and have more knowledge about what's, what's happening now in the league because he's coming from college where it all goes down and where it's just been happening. That's more just icing on his cake as he comes in here. You just got to remember that. This it is it's a different time. And, and, and guys came in and said, okay, we will take a chance with Lamar Jackson and give him a chance. We will start taking a chance with a Cam Newton to build an offense around a, a Jalen Hurts and all of these guys because now they can sustain. We were before was trying to fit them into a drop-back passer and, and, and take away their greatest gift. I used to always say, do y'all really believe if Peyton Manning or Tom Brady could run like y'all, that they wouldn't take off sometimes. It ain't that they don't want to run. They wish they could run. They just can't run. So now you got to learn what they know and then use that running. And Lamar is doing that this year. And that's the scary part. At the highest level. So, Keyshawn, one quick point of order. Did Steve Young qualify as a running quarterback? Steve, in, in, in the NFL or in college? But, but he, he starts out in, in the, uh, what was it called? The, the USFL. Oh, well, well see, I saw, I saw Steve Tampa play. Bay Bandit. Yeah. I, saw Steve, Bay. I yeah. saw Steve play. I saw, I saw Steve play for BYU and the LA Express. And okay. LA I didn't, Express. there was no such thing as a running quarterback, even though he ran. Okay. So, and then I obviously saw him and played against him when he was with the, the 49ers. There was no conversation yeah. As a running quarterback, that conversation as a running quarterback was only one guy that they talked about. I understand. And, and that was Randall Cunningham. You. He was a passing that quarterback to me that can run. I, I understand. Right. It was just funny to me. Obviously, Steve Young wasn't a black quarterback, but he, he came really? out <laughs> as a quote-unquote running quarterback. And then right. it, it got sort of coached out of him. You can't do You can't. You can't. You can't. And by the time Michael started to have to right. deal with Steve Young, he was mostly right. a, a throwing quarterback, and I never a thought he was a quarterback great that could run. But he was a but he was a throwing quarterback. You know he was a throwing quarterback for right. Lavelle at BYU, though. He threw the football, but he could Dude. also oh, he run did. it. He did. Right, yeah. right. But that's a that, that, really but that, but 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 both of you guys. That's 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 a great comp here. That's a great comp here, in a sense. Now, Steve didn't have the doubt 
honestly, because of the skin, skin color, and you know, and and, 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 and to be honest, and nobody, nobody thought, "Well, that dude, you know," but Steve could run. Y'all could stop playing. I watched this dude carry, dude. Steve could run. I was like, "Ooh," and 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 even. Even his passing game, he developed when when he got he was different in the USFL than he was when he got to this West Coast yeah. offense. And he watched Joe Montana and he learned that system and then added the running on. So that's why I say it was a great that's, that's a great comp when you talk ability to ability. Interesting. All right, up next. We got to talk Cowboys and Eagles because oh, Vic Fangio is on his way to try to fix the Eagles' defense. How much do the Cowboys fear Vic Fangio and Philly? No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Vic Fangio, fired by the Dolphins, now reportedly on his way to be the Eagles' <coughs> defensive coordinator. Keyshawn, you said yesterday I should be very afraid if the Eagles hire Ron Rivera to coordinate their defense. So now how should I feel about Vic Fangio? You know what, man? I wouldn't even worry about Vic Fangio. Uh, I, I don't know. No, Ron Rivera to me is a better defensive coordinator. Um, yeah. Although he hasn't been a coordinator in a very long time, he still works with the defense. He does some things. If you look at Washington and the problems that they was creating on the defensive side of the ball, especially for the Philadelphia Eagles. This Vic Fangio thing, man, is interesting to me. I, I, because I don't know how all of a sudden he became this juggernaut of a defensive coordinator. Like, he, this isn't Rex Ryan we talking about. This isn't, like, I'm, I just, where did, the, where did the reputation of Vic Fangio, he had good tenure with San Francisco in Harbaugh. Okay, so when I started looking at the numbers, because I'm like thinking to myself, when did he become this juggernaut? Like, when you talk about defensive coordinators, like Marvin Lewis was a just a, a you-know-what of the D.C. in Baltimore that went and won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how Vic Fangio gets fired by the Denver Broncos, and then also a year later gets fired by the Miami Dolphins. Now, mind you, he ran the Denver's defense. He ran Miami's defense, but he keeps getting fired. I don't – and on top of that, Skip and Michael, think about it. On top of that, he was Harbaugh's D.C. at Stanford. He was Harbaugh's D.C. at the Niners. And now maybe there's a rift there or something. I don't know. And Harbaugh just got hired by the Chargers, and he needs a D.C., and he ain't bringing the dude that was his D.C. in San Francisco. Why is, all, you know, so when you start looking at the numbers, you go back to yeah. 90, 98, 99. I don't know how y'all look at defenses and consider where they're at in the tops. Like, is it a top 10 defense is good? Is it a top 20 defense is good? If you're not a top eight defense to me, you're just a, you're just a defense with numbers. In 98, 95, 98, Yards per game with the Panthers, they was ranked 18th, okay? Then points per game, they was 10th. In 99-01 with the Colts, he was 24th as the D.C. in in yards per game, 26 in points. How is that a top-dodge defensive coordinator? 02 and 05, the Texans ranked 31st. That's like one from last 
in the National Football League in yards uh, per game, 23 in points per game. Then that nine or 10 year I was talking about in 2011 to 14, they were ranked third in, in two. That, I give him that. That was, that's, that's good. But then he goes to the Bears. It dips down in 2015, 2018. The Dolphins in 2023 as a defensive coordinator slash uh, whatever, linebacker coach, 10th in yards per game, 22nd in points per game. That doesn't seem like that stacks up to me as this top-notch, I'm scared of you defensive coordinator, and maybe it does y'all, but not me. No, 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 not at all. Not at all, and it's interesting you look at it from from that standpoint of, of, of what he's done, and I'm looking at it from the team standpoint of what he's bringing. You know, to that team and why I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of him getting the job or Ron Rivera getting the job. I, I, I'll be happy. I, I'm, I'm just only afraid of Bill Belichick will so raise his hand and take that job. You see what I mean? That would scare me. Then I'm worried like I don't know what. So that ain't happening. So I'm okay with this. Let me tell you what, what, what also shakes me on it. Philadelphia, when they decided to keep Nick Sirianni, I would imagine, and, and, and keep Jalen Hurts, that we're going to keep moving this thing forward and give it one more try, rightfully so. He's earned that. He's earned it. And he started out this season at 10-1. and one. You got to try to find that 10-1 and one again. And I'm saying to help you get back to that 10-1, and one, you're going to have to find your run game that you had before. Now, a run game says I'm slowing the ball down and taking control of the game. Big Fangio, who has been known around the league to come after you a lot, I said, mm, that's not complimentary football to me. That's not complimentary football. If I'm going to slow this game down by moving the ball down the field, what I don't want is a lot of blitzing. Because why? Big plays happen in the midst of blitzing. So now I give you one big play, you're up seven, I'm running the ball. I give you another big play, you're up 14. I, I'm out of my game. I can't even use the run game anymore. I'm into the passing game, a place I don't want to be. So that, that, that's not complimentary football, and that part of it worries me also. Not just the stuff that Keith talked about, why he keeps being recycled like good plastic or black plastic. I don't know what you call it, good or bad, but it always recycles. I, and why, you know what I'm saying? But but now that he's coming up on Philadelphia, and you ask me my reaction? <laughs> and not only that, though, Michael, and you talked about complimentary it. football. Skip, complimentary football. What have you been saying to me and, and Richard Sherman all year long about the Philadelphia Eagles? They're gettable. They're gettable. And part of them torchable. being gettable or torchable. And, 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 and part of that is the back end. They're secondary. And if you're blitzing... And you're bringing heat. Your secondary's got to hold up. Bradbury and Slay well, and those dudes have got to hold up. And late in the year, as Coach Pilsel was coaching these dudes, they were not holding up. Now, was it scheme or was it their talent? Because a year prior to that, they were pro bowlers and all pros in the secondary. So maybe it was scheme. Right. In the year prior to that, they were the top to get into the quarterback, so it helps back in the secondary. But this year was different. You know, that Super Bowl year, they were one of the top teams at getting back to the quarterback. That also is big. Okay. Michael Irvin, will you forgive me, please? Because Vic Fangio scares me to death as a Cowboy fan. How? 
Wow. And Keyshawn, I, I, I want right. to compliment you because you did an extraordinary job. You did the best job you've ever done on Undisputed with your research of, of all the failures <laughs> of Vic Fangio. And I appreciate that because it was outstanding. It was a tour de force of all the failures. Now let's look at what he did do right, because he did a bunch of things right and sometimes against our team. Those three years in San Francisco were elite defenses. Those were top three all three years that they went to the NFC Championship games. He and Harbaugh are a good fit and a good connection. And as you said, that they came up together from Stanford. Uh, when when I heard that Fangio might go back to Philadelphia, because remember last year he consulted on that defense all year long and all the way through the Super Bowl, he was an advisor or consultant. He was there on the staff without being officially named on the staff. So I think he helped a little, if not a lot, contribute to last year. So my point to you is that, I was hoping that Jim Harbaugh would say, Vic, I, no, no, Philly, I need you to come to Los Angeles, be with me and the Chargers. But Jim Harbaugh, I'm going to assume, has a guy named Jesse Minter, who is his coordinator at Michigan, who was elite. Because that, they all they did at Michigan this year was have the number one scoring defense in all of college football. The fewest points allowed were by Michigan under Jesse Minter. So I'm going to assume that Jim had already committed to Jesse. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just assuming the dominoes fell that way and that Vic said, well, I'm now free to go on to Philadelphia. Remember, Philly jumped on him when it was pretty shocking that Mike McDaniel fired him because they went on a roll late in the year once they got Jalen Ramsey back. And I thought they were very good on defense. And I remind you, Michael, our team went down there to Miami late in the year and we managed to score 20 points against Vic Fangio, which was not what we do at home because we we're on the road. But he has always done a number on Dak because, Michael, I'm going to remind you of one other game. Do you remember in 2021, late in the year, it was in November, Dak had, had pulled his calf, but then Cooper Rush played one game at Minnesota. Then Dak I- came back for a home game against the head coach, Vic Fangio, and his Denver Broncos. Michael, do you remember what happened in that game? I look up mid-fourth quarter. Actually, it was four minutes left in the game. Denver was ahead 30 to nothing. Dak had some empty calorie garbage yards at the end, and they, they scored 16 late points in the last four minutes. But it was 30 to nothing. And Vic Fangio said after the game, I gave you the blueprint of how to stop that offense, that Cowboy offense. Right. So he, he's, that's up. twice I've seen him do a number on Dak Prescott that game, and then the the 20-point game at Miami. But how did this all of a sudden? How did this all of a sudden turn into Dak Prescott? Skip. Well, I mean, because that's a, that we play him twice. That it's going to be a battle of those two teams for the division. This is a different right? offensive coordinator, and Mike McCarthy calling the plays versus Kellen Moore. Man, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think the offense looks yeah. all that different. I mean, we still had the number one offense under Kellen Moore two years ago. Yeah, but still, it is, 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 is different. I, but I'll let you go ahead and dig at Dak. I see what you're doing. Yeah. No, right, no, I'm right. not digging but, but, at Dak. But I'm, I'm just saying you dug at Dak. Right. And, and you remember Fangio was doing, too, because he, he was what we call junking it up. Dak was playing pretty good he football. Does. He junked it started, up. He started yeah. junked no, it up. No. He started putting everybody in that. I remember this game because I remember talking about it afterwards. Remember – he was 
putting everybody, stacking everybody in the line and scrimmaging at the last second, everybody falling out, and you don't know. You got to try to figure out what position everybody falling to, and it really made Dak hold on to the football a little bit long and, and cause okay. some problems on, on on that end. Yeah, yeah, see, it did, and that was a younger Dak, and I think Dak's better now than he was then. Yeah. That's why I worry less. You know, when I look at Dallas had like eight touchdowns against the uh, against the Blitz this year. I think that's like third best in the league. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring bring him on. I'm only worried about Bill Belichick as a defensive coordinator. Okay. If you right. got Bill okay. Belichick over in Philadelphia, scary thing. You know, it, 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 right. Skip. When I when I yeah. point out the failures of Vic Fangio as a defensive coordinator. I'm only giving the facts, the true facts. None of these teams that we're talking about have gone on to win a Super Bowl. This isn't Monty Kiffin. This is not that to me. And when I look at coordinators in the end process, are you getting it done like that? Like, are you really closing the door to the point where I don't, if they, if they split with the Cowboys, so what? So what? If they split with the Cowboys, if they beat the Cowboys twice, so what? I'm just talking about from getting hired as if you're hiring somebody where the league goes, oh, my God, they just hired Vic Fangio. We're in trouble. That's not how I see it. I don't see it. I just don't. All right. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to switch it around to the head coach. We talked about Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni doesn't scare me one bit because he went along for a great ride last year, and they thought, well, we got to give him another chance, even though we fell apart, because that was an all-time Yeah, you got it. You guy been in the, the guy had yeah. been in the playoffs three right. years in a row plus the Super Bowl. How are you going to fire him? Uh, okay. Right. I, right. But, but my point is that there's, he's not a dynamic leader. There's just something about him. He seems like a nice guy. He's sort of fun to listen to, a little quirky after games. I get that, brings his Fine. kids up there, all that's great. But but the point is, he, he seems like what Bill Parcells called a jag, just another guy, and he's the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. He, he doesn't scare me the way Jim Harbaugh would scare me or Bill Belichick would scare me or whatever dynamic leader you want to put in there. There's no Parcells, there's no Jimmy, there, there's no dynamic there in Philadelphia at the head coach. No, you, 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 you are... Yeah. You are fair because what I would say based on the names and stuff that you mentioned, I can't foresee them coaches we're talking about losing with players and a quarterback losing, what was it, seven out of the last eight, including the playoffs. Six or seven. Yeah. Well, I'm saying including the playoffs. Yeah. Well, but Six or seven, yeah. lose, including yeah. the playoffs. Six or seven. I can't. I just can't see with players. I can't. I can't see Edge starting off at 10 and 1. No, those other coaches, I can't right. see that happening. No, right. no, right. I agree. No mercy, no mercy.